going along with our theme today, I want to invite uh, Mark Chris to come up here because today is a special day as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus is not just something that, that is a reason to give Christmas presents to each other, but the birth of Jesus took place so that we could be reborn, so that we could, could take that character of Jesus into ourselves. <laughs> and so today we have a, a baptism Mark Christ, who's become a good friend of mine over the last couple of years, um, is going to be baptized. Amen. Yeah, there's something exciting about that. Yeah, clapping, clap for Jesus. Jesus is incredible. So Mark, I just want to introduce you to him in case you haven't met him. Mark, how, how did you come to our church family? How, how did you end up, what, why did you walk through the doors of this church? Good morning, friends. Happy Sabbath. Um, thank you for your support in this uh, endeavor for me. It's meaningful, um, your support and this um, sacrament. Um, I originally came to this church early in 2019 um, through loaves and fishes. I was a little down and out, and I was getting food from that beautiful food bank distributor, and they had put a, a promotion out, somehow the promotion of the Hope Clinic that was happening here. Um, I got wind of And I showed up here real early on a rainy day, and they were nice enough to already let the people in early to get out of the rain. Um, And so I came here for a Hope Clinic, and y'all were nice enough to provide me with a free pair of prescription sunglasses, or prescription glasses, which uh, is a real blessing for my driving at night for me and you too. (laughs) Awesome. So you walked through the doors for that, and then... To be honest, I mean, we see hundreds of people that come to our Hope Clinics to receive dental care, to receive vision care, and I'd never see some of them again. Why did you come back? I truly believe it was God that led me back, but there was just this sense of gratitude. You guys had saved me like, you know, a hundred bucks or more, and um, (laughs) I just came back to say thank you, and it wasn't my top priority. I didn't come the following week, um, but it was some Saturday at my leisure. Uh, and it, it ended up being the 13th of July, and the God shot of that was that that was when the, um, camp the, yeah, the camp, SoCal camp meeting was going on, and pastor wasn't here, and a number of the deacons weren't here. And, that was the uh, blessing, though. I wasn't here. Everyone said, you've got to come back and meet the pastor. He's awesome. So, but um, it, it was a God shot in the sense that I sat here. I was warmly welcomed by Ralph and Faustino. Some people shared their, you know, I, I'm pretty forthcoming about my struggles, and other people shared their struggles with me. I quickly found out this is not a um, pious community, but a warm and loving community. Um, but the God shot was that I uh, was watching, they, they streamed the sermon by a, a black man, a pastor out of Huntsville, Alabama, a Deblier Snell. Uh, you can look it up, uh, SoCal Camp Meeting, Sabbath morning, Deblier Snell, and he had a message that spoke right to me exactly where I was. It spoke of, um, God has put too much into you to let you function broken. Hmm. There was so much, there's so much good in that, in that sermon. Anyway, I really felt like it was a God shot, and it was, um, it was a beginning two years ago of getting back to, getting back to Christ. That's awesome. And so that was, as he said, about two years ago. He's continued being here. Um, why do you want to be baptized today? What, what gives you that desire? In fact, you told, you, you told us just the other day that about a month ago you said, no way, yeah. I'm not going to be baptized. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. something changed. Well, what happened? Um, 
I mean, God's been working on my heart for these last couple of years, but, um, and I'm conscious that baptism's not going to make me white as snow or solve all my problems or make my life perfect, but it's an opportunity to make that declaration that I, I do want to let God continue the work he's done in me. I don't think it was a coincidence that they mentioned that Pastor Snell's favorite verse was uh, 2 Corinthians 5.13, 5.17, where it talks about becoming a new creation in Christ, uh, that the old will die and the new will be born again. Um, and that's, um, it's a surrendering for me. And I can complicate it, and it is a complicated thing with a lot of reverence. Um, and I can overcomplicate it. Um, but somebody, uh, you know, I think of many of you as my friends and family, and I'm looking forward to becoming a church family member, if you'll have me. Um, but somebody said it's about saying yes to God. We can, we can, I can boil it down to that. I can handle that. And so I want to say yes to God because I've been on a fence for a long time. And God has done things for me, saved me. I'm, he, he's been that good shepherd that's pulled me out of some pretty deep holes. Um, but he... Um, He's working in my life, and he's doing for me what I can't do for myself. So I want to say yes, and I want, to, I want to say God has paid my sins through Christ, which is a sin I can't repay. But I'm really grateful, and I'm grateful to be a part of a community that believes that and supports that and, um, and walks Amen. that walk, too. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. You know, it's incredible. <laughs> God is good. It's awesome to have this experience, right, of coming to realize that it's Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, the entire thing. Baptism represents that, and we've gone through this, Mark, but it represents you're accepting Jesus' life, Jesus' death, and Jesus' resurrection. You just said, it's God that's going to be able to do it, not me. And so this is Amen. (laughs) an incredible reality. He's willing to say that wholeheartedly. I'm accepting the faith. Of Jesus, I'm accepting that I'm all in to, because he's all into me and getting off the fence for Jesus. And that's, that's fantastic. So I like Amen. to entertain a motion that we accept Mark uh, as a church member in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I see a motion. Do we have a second? Hey, thanks. <laughs> Subject to his thanks. baptism. And, and to, to clarify that, you know, Paul talks about that those who are baptized are baptized into the body of Christ. And we believe that, that they become a part of the church. They're a part of the church family. They're, they become members of, of God's family. And so we're inviting you to be a part of those who keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus because of his faithfulness to us and his constant love to us. Is there, how many of you are in favor of that? All right. Anybody opposed to that? All right. Looks like everybody is unanimous. <laughs> we're excited I to do. be part of the family. <laughs> It is like a wedding. We did talk about that too, didn't we? It's a joining with Christ. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and awesome. a church body. So thank you, friends. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. And as we begin, we'll just have a, a word of prayer before our children come up and, and share with us um, some, some incredible things that they've worked really hard on. In the midst of it all, uh, remember, this is to lift up the one who's done absolutely everything for us. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for the gift that you have given us and giving us yourself. Emmanuel, God with us. What an incredible reality. We ask that that would sink in more deeply through these beautiful songs that our, our children are going to be playing for us and the, the poem that they recite for us and the things that they share, Father. May our hearts be lifted up and may we recognize 
that you want for that same character of self-sacrificing love to be reproduced in us. Thank you, Father, for pouring out your Holy Spirit and touching our hearts afresh this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Good morning, church family. It's so nice to see all of you in this important day. I wanna, I'm very sure that my kids did not sleep very well last night, all thinking of this exciting day. They have been practicing for a long, long time. I would like to invite them, as Ms. Leah is bringing the kids. I want to tell you that the reason of this season is Jesus. And kids understand that. They have kind of forgot about Santa. We are not telling thing, anything. Whatever you said, we respect, just in case. So, but we have been concentrating in Jesus, and they understand, and they have been preparing this with so much love. The first song, first two songs that the little ones are about to um, to play for you is "Away in a Manger," followed away by "Silent Night." Enjoy. I have to tell you, parents, that we owe a big, big thank you for Miss Leah Page. She is the one who I was asking at the beginning of the year, we need more instruments, we need new ideas. And she said, what about shines? And this sounds super good. So she helped me she, with ordering them to find the right set. I want to tell you, this has been a big blessing. And then we discovered that Miss Summer, our new teacher this year, said, I have experience on it. I would like to jump and help and be, you know, the one who continue after Miss Leah since she's expecting a baby, you know, in the second semester. She said, I can help. Just help for the first one. But this is the result of her job together, and we are so grateful and blessed. Enjoy now on the song, Silent Night.
Right now, we'd like to invite Dr. Shaker, who has faithfully come in every week to prepare the kids, continue doing this program with the guitars. So please um, come, they will interpret the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. And we want to invite Alora Sorensen to come and sing along with them. Testing. I just want to uh, thank uh, the families that have supported our kids uh, this past year, supplying them with guitars and time to practice and working together with us. It's been such a blessing to work with these wonderful children. So big thank you to the families and to the kids. Uh, they suffered sore fingers for months because the guitar strings are, are a little bit hard on the fingers sometimes. And so... Uh, they are the survivors, and so we just really appreciate them. So uh, thank you again for, for helping support these wonderful kids as they, they sing uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and for Alora for being our soloist. Thank you again.
upper level students have worked very very hard because they have to learn to read notes with the little ones Miss Leah found a way to read numbers but this is very pushing very very hard so we are very excited and they will play for us and praise the Lord Carol of the Bells following followed by Angel we have heard on high and O come, O come, Emmanuel.
Remember the manger. Remember the manger. This is the title of one of the poems when I was looking to find a message that our kids can bring to you today. And this is a poem, a story written by Kimberly Ringberg. And she has just seven verses um, from four each, but I have nine kids. So the last two parts, I add a little bit to the author so everyone can have a part. Let's listen to the message, and at the end, we all participate on the last one. I would like to invite Bo, please, to start. Remember the manger, remember the stars, remember the wise men who came from afar. Remember the baby so tiny and new, God's gift of love that was given for you. Remember the stable so humble and bare. Remember the hope that was filling the air. Remember the mother whose heart sang for joy. Whose heart sang for joy. And the gentle new father who cradled his boy. Remember the angels who watched from above and sheltered the babies of the wings of their love. Remember the shepherds who knelt and adored the tiny new king who is surely their lord. Remember the creatures who all gathered around and welcomed the child without making a sound. Remember the remember the manger, remember the star. Let Lord Jesus be born in your heart. Remember the manger, remember the stars. Please, Lord Jesus, born our hearts. Would you like to add everyone participate on the prayer that Charlie brought to us? I would like to ask if they can put that again, please, so we all together can pray that Jesus we born in our hearts. Let's say it together, and you can repeat. 
Remember the name. Today we remember the manger and we remember the stars. Please, Lord Jesus, be born in our hearts. Amen. Remembering that manger, remembering the babe that was born in that manger, and that's the reality that we celebrate here. Um, you know, there's, told Mark, there's not holy water here, but this represents what Jesus has done, his perfect, beautiful life of love that, that never, ever harmed any person, that always watched out for the other's interests above his own, so opposite of what any of us have ever lived. And then his willingness to lay down his life in self-sacrificing love for us to the very end. And then his power to overcome death. Mark is going to take a breath and he's going to go under the water, into that watery grave and come back up to say, I accept Jesus' life, his death and his resurrection. And now may, may Jesus live in me. And we've talked about that this isn't, this isn't a graduation ceremony. This is becoming born again. And when our our babies start walking, we cheer them on when they take five steps, then when they take 10, when they take 20, when they take 25. This is the beginning of walking with Jesus, step by step by step. So Mark, it's my privilege today. Um, It means a lot. You're you're a good friend of mine. Uh, But it's not because of the love that you have today. It's not because of this church. But it's because of the love that Jesus has for you. It's because of what he's done for you. His perfect, full and complete uh, life and death and resurrection. That it's my privilege to baptize you today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, the thing Mark's kept saying is, I just want to get off the fence. I want to be all in for Jesus. And I don't know if somebody else might be feeling that way today, but I want to give you that open invitation. Come talk to us. Come talk to me. Or just dive into the Bible for yourself and find out what Jesus is all about. Give him a try because it's not about what you bring to him. It's about what he's freely given to you and how that will change absolutely everything in beautiful and wonderful ways. He loves you more than his own existence. If you're interested in baptism, please come talk to me or talk to to somebody uh, and and dive into the Bible for yourselves because we all want to be off the fence. We want to be all in for the baby in that manger who was willing to to be born for us 2,000 years ago. Inside me wants to hide 
Is this shadow an angel or a warrior? If God is pleased with me, why am I so terrified? Someone tell me I'm only dreaming. Somehow help me see with heaven's eyes. And before my head agrees, my heart is on its knees. Holy is He. Blessed am I.
Isn't it an absolute incredible reality that God was born in human flesh? I mean, as we, as we wrap up this Christmas program, I mean, let that sink in. God became Emmanuel. God with you. Thank you, kids, for helping us to celebrate that, for helping us to recognize what an amazing gift that is. But I heard something. I heard all of you say something. What did Charlie lead you in saying? All of you said it, I think. Well, maybe not all of you are repeating it. But how many, some of you were saying something with Charlie. What did Charlie invite you to ask God to do? To be born in your heart. So, so Christmas is a wonderful thing. And we come and celebrate it and we give gifts and all these things happen. But what does it actually mean for you, for me? We're going to wrap it up with this simple reality that we just witnessed in song but that, that Mary gave this invitation for the Holy Spirit to do something incredible. You imagine being Mary, and you're suddenly approached by an angel saying, the king is going to be born in you, the, the highest, the one who's going to sit on the throne forever and ever. And you say, how's this going to happen? I, I don't understand. I, uh, there's nothing special about me. How is this going to happen? And the angel responded with this. Simply said this. Well, actually, before we get to that, think about how radically that would change your life. Have you ever seen this picture before? Some of you that are parents, how radically did it change your life when you had kids? Don't worry, kids. Um, you guys are special, you're treasures and stuff, but it's a radical change to have kids. I mean, my life is in completely different. So I remember seeing this photo and seeing this little heartbeat. I was actually in Israel when I think we first saw the heartbeat, and, and Leah sent me this video, and there was that little flicker of a heart beating. And I thought, wow, my world's forever changed. I'm going to have a baby. And then I found out something. I'm having two babies. <laughs> it's even better than I thought. <laughs> this is incredible. And my life is forever changed by these babies. It's incredible. What God came and offered to Mary was not, hey, I'm going to bless you and then go on. You go on living your life. What, what God gives to Mark today is not just, hey, you get to go down in the baptismal tank and you come up again and then just go back to your life. This changed everything for Mary forever. Having kids changes you forever. And it's an awesome thing. I, if you haven't done it yet, I totally recommend it. And God's, God's time and God's way. But it's an incredible thing. But here comes an angel to Mary. And Mary's saying, how in the world is this going to happen? And this is what the angel said. Luke 1 verse 35. The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. This, this gentle language like a bird overshadowing uh, uh, her, her chicks. And therefore, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. So it's going to be something the Holy Spirit does inside of you. What you've asked to be done, for Jesus to be born in you, that's a miracle only the Holy Spirit can do inside of any of us. Then the angel goes on to say, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Absolutely nothing is impossible with God. This incredible reality can become a reality in all of us through the Holy Spirit. So what is that reality? We're going to close with these verses. What is that reality? What does the Holy Spirit do? What, what were we really asking for? You know, some of you might be thinking, why did, I say, why did I repeat after Charlie? He's a great leader, but why did I say, be born in me? I'm not sure I want that. That sounds a little, I don't know. What do, I, what do you mean by that? Well, here's a good description of it. Um, oh, first, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry for that. What was Mary's response? It was your response. 
Mary said this, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. You want your life to be totally changed, to become like Jesus? Pick up your Bible and say, let it be to me according to this word. I'm going to dive into this and I want this to become a living reality in me. And the only way for that to happen is the same way that it happened through Moses, through, for Mary was through the Holy Spirit. And what does that do? These are the final verses. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace. Let's just stop right there. If your life was completely filled with love, you never did harm to another person. You always put that person's needs above your own. Imagine what your relationships would be like. Imagine what this planet would be like. Imagine if we just had love. And imagine if out of that love you had joy and peace. You know, you'd, you'd never have an addiction again, to be honest, right? You'd never run to anything again because you have the love, the joy, the peace that you're longing for and absolutely everything else. Love, joy, and peace. People want this so badly. Money can't buy it. People can't come up with this on their own. It's a gift that only comes through the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace. But it goes on. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's right. You you kids memorized this, didn't you? We could have had you come up and share this. That's right. That's right. So the end goal is not just that Jesus was born in a manger 2,000 years ago, but that we invite him to do according to his word and allow the Holy Spirit, to allow Jesus to be formed in us. This doesn't take away your gifts, your talents, your individuality, but this changes them to be beautiful and filled with love, filled with joy, filled with peace, filled with patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's good news. God knew we weren't like that, and he didn't just stay off as far away as he could from us. He said, I'm going down there. I'm going to be born in a manger. I'm going to be born as a baby. I'm going to live for them. I'm going to die for them. And I'm going to give them my life if they'll only accept it. I don't know about you, but I want to accept that gift. Do you want to accept it? Be born in me. I I think they did a good thing in following you, Charlie. Let's let's ask God to be born in us. How I'd like to close today is as we... We've talked about being born again, and I just want to say a huge thank you to Carmen and to Summer and to all of the volunteers and to people who are Miss Carmen, I should say, and Miss Summer. That's how you kids know them, right? And to all of you students and parents who have supported this program and then supported the work that has gone into this. This represents a lot of hours of practice, and so we're so thankful that you blessed us with your talents today. Thank you for doing this for uh, us today. It was was an incredible blessing. But I also want to invite Mark to come up as we close. And, you know, it's funny. You're going to notice something about Mark. He got this idea. He went and he saw that our baptismal robes were black. And he said, why are they black? I want them to be white. I want to be a new creation. And so if you notice, when we were interviewing him earlier, what was he wearing? Total black outfit. Mark's a new creation. Look at that. (laughs) Amen. And that's the goal of all of us on the inside, to to experience that purity, that innocence once again, to allow Jesus to recreate us in his image. And I want to invite any of you that are, you know, some of you came today, if you'd like to come forward, we're going to have a special prayer. We believe that, that 
it's not just baptism, but it's the baptism of the Holy Spirit that changes a person. And so I want to invite anybody that especially would like to come around Mark. We're just going to lay hands on him, and we're going to ask for the Holy Spirit to be poured out on him. And some of you were invited specially to come just today by Mark to be here, and some of you may just have met him and appreciate him, or whoever you might be that would like to come around Mark. We're just going to ask that the Holy Spirit would be poured out on him. And in doing that, we're not just asking this for Mark, but we're also going to be asking it for all of us, that Christ would be born in us. Man, you're really loved. You notice that? More than you know. More than you know. Ah, awesome. All right, feel free to put a hand on him if you can reach, or a hand on somebody that's putting a hand on him. That's totally fine. Lord God, we're here not because of our righteousness or our goodness. We're here not because Mark's, of Mark's righteousness even. We're here because of Jesus. Because the God of the universe that has all the power said, I'm going to be born in a, a manger. <laughs> I'm going I'm to walk among them and then I'm going to give my life to them, even lay it down for them. And he said, I love Mark too much to let him go on the way he was. I'm going to come and show him my love in a way that will change him. Father, we're asking for that miracle in his heart. You would pour out your Holy Spirit on him in ways that he's never felt before. And that you would make him a new creation. That's what he's longing for. That the old would be gone, the new would come. And that he'd be filled with love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. They're gifts, God. He recognizes he doesn't have those. He needs them. We're asking you to give them to him. And Lord, may we continue to be around him, picking him up when, when he forgets to, to lean on you and to allow you to do this in him. May we continue to be that family that he needs that carries him and that pulls him up. But most of all, thank you for your everlasting arms that continue to carry him through. And Father, for each and every one of us as we go today, may we continue to have that prayer in our hearts. Be born in us. Be it done to me according to your word. I want the Holy Spirit to make Christ in me the hope of glory. Lord, please pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us, we pray, that this world can see what your love is like, what your joy is like, and all of your character. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Thank you all so much.